Somebody's going to go bridge here. It's better time. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Gone Bridge Podcast, episode 39, a podcast so good you can hang it on your fridge. My name is Andrew Gardner, joined alongside by Alex Clausen and Steve Brady. Boys, how are we doing today? Episode 39. Some may consider it the Christian Arroyo episode. I would consider it at one point my favorite Red Sox player, the Jared Saltomaki episode. Uh, so this one's going to be a good one. Let's get into it. Yeah, it's the day after the 4th of July, America's birthday. Hope everybody had a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Grilled a lot of food. I'm ready to get into this extra little bonus episode. Yeah, second episode of the week. Uh, I think midway through that, it was more of the game two against Oakland in the extra innings. I was like, got to do an extra episode this week. The series just absolutely uh, bananas. And I'm also curious if anybody used our, uh, what was it? Terry's fireworks promo code. Hopefully no one blew off, uh, blew off any fingers this weekend. I would have been bad uh, news. Celebrated. Yeah. Not, not good news. Uh, but yeah, we got a good amount of stuff to talk about. We're going to hold all of the segments that we normally do at the end of the show, we're going to save those for our episode on Friday. But we got a lot to talk about. Hey, Gardner, did you uh, did you did you plan Terry's fireworks? What do you mean, Fourth of July? Did you like plan that name out? <laughs> Bag it up, Terry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Of course I did. All right. I didn't, it's one I didn't, of my favorite videos of all time. I didn't know if that was a mistake or not. No, no, I purposely did that just because uh, of that yeah. video. If you guys That's don't know the the Terry, the back it up Terry videos. It's, oh it's man, all I just got time classic. Yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, we got a lot to talk about from this Oakland series. We got some all-star stuff to talk about, some general uh, other Red Sox stuff. So let's hop into it. Uh what we, I think we all kind of said what two out of three against Oakland that was kind of the consensus yeah that's what felt comfortable I ate it the other oh, way around actually that's right yeah you had them um, what taking one out of three well I had four out of six for the weekend hmm. so that seems like it's still in the cards but I had it's definitely take, still in the cards I take one in Oakland take three in Anaheim which now that I know Tony I don't know about that. I'd say five out of six uh yeah, Otani's going to be a tough one. I had five out of six, and I had them losing the one game they did lose. So I'm batting 1,000 right now. Um, but, yeah, overall, um, it was just a gritty series. Like, this series – this was like a playoff preview type of series. I mean, every game was close. You had the bullpen coming in, performing well at times, and other times performing terribly. I'm not mentioning names, but you all know who we're talking about. Um, but yeah, some superb plays from, from the boys in red and, uh, yeah. What's your guys uh, initial thoughts against the series against the A's? Well, I didn't watch too, too much of it as I was up school up at my house in Durham, New Hampshire, uh, where we all go to school, as you all know, and I did not have cable, so didn't really, didn't really watch the game too much, but I did see the highlights and, it did seem like, as Gardner put it, a gritty series. I know Clausen allegedly watched every single pitch, so I'd love to hear his point of view. Maybe not every single pitch. <laughs> I did get up and go to the bathroom at some point. But uh, 
I watched a, a majority of this series. Uh, I figured it was going to be a good one. Uh, Don Arcillo was on the call Friday night. Uh, Saturday night. Saturday, yes. Saturday. We can talk about all the Fox issues later. But, um, yeah, so I was watching a lot of that game. Garrett Richards could not get a grip on the ball. Like, the first two <laughs> innings, he had more balls that were by the guy's head than were, like, straight down the middle. Um, so that was a little concerning. But, you know, overall, I think the the biggest takeaway for me was that the pitching and the offense kind of complemented each other. Like whenever one needed a pickup, the other one was there. So last night it was a one nothing game. Um, Nick Pavetta got it done on the mound, Woo! and the offense wasn't really there. So, you know, same thing uh, Friday night or no, no Friday night was the yeah, first Friday, game. Friday night they wanted extras. Yeah, Friday night offense picked them up in extras, um, and then obviously mad injuries blew the game on Saturday. But that was a game that they should have won because the offense was there. But, uh, yeah, overall, pretty good series. Pretty happy about it. I cannot remember a game that I've watched in recent history more than the game on Saturday where it looked like both teams just did not want to win for the majority of the game. Like, the Red Sox, what was it, the ninth and the tenth inning, just sending guys all over the place, getting thrown out on the base pass. Friday night, obviously, Kike had that phenomenal throw, which we can talk more about in a minute. Uh, I don't even remember who was running for the A's there to gun him down. But then, you know, Saturday, another – it was a decent, decent fly ball. J.D. catches it, hosts another uh, guy out at the plate. And, I mean, like, same thing. Like, the A's in the – I think it was the 10th or 11th had, like, bases loaded, nobody out. And, you know, just nobody could score. That was what – it reminded me of the playoffs. Like, every single pitch – I was on the edge of my seat, um, and, yeah, the Red Sox scored two in the top of the 12th, and then uh, – Yep, and that was it, right? That was that was it. They def- they won the game after that. Uh, I'm, lit- say- I'm, not, I'm literally not going to say his name. I'm not saying his name. He doesn't that, deserve it. That human being that throws a baseball. Yeah. Number 35. Nope, not even that. You got to refer to him somehow. I'm going to refer to him as a generic pitcher one from now on. Well, everyone knows who we're talking about. Generic pitcher. He doesn't even get a number. He's just generic pitcher. All right. I feel like if you don't know who we're talking about, then if you don't know who we're talking about, you have not paid it. You have not seen the Red Sox at all this weekend. No, nope. I'll say his number, number thirty-five. That's all. That's all you guys get. I'm, I'm legitimately not mentioning him. Like he came in, and I was just like, man, like the one day that Barnes and Whitlock are not available because we blew through our bullpen the entire series and that game. Uh, you know, Richards turned in a pretty solid start. It is funny to me that anytime he's got the ball in his hands, he's got absolutely no idea where it's going. Like he just he just slings it. Like he doesn't even know what type of pitch he's throwing. Like he just like invented a changeup the other day. Clausen, I saw. Uh, I think I think Coley tweeted it out. He was like, I don't know how as a hitter you can plan for Garrett Richards because he doesn't even know where the ball is going. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I thought that that summed it up pretty well. No, there, there was just no consistency at all to his pitches. None at all. Although somehow he 
he went into the fifth inning he or into the sixth inning he'd only allowed i think three hits and one run uh once he gets out of like the second inning i'm confident third through six innings like he's locked down i'm pretty sure his era is like zero third to the sixth inning his era in the first and second inning is probably just about infinity yeah but it's another story for another day. Uh, but yeah, no, he turned in a good start. And then we just, we were blowing through arms in that bullpen left and right. Uh, and then, yeah. And then they had to bring in uh, Matt for the save and not Barnes, not Barnes. And uh, he didn't, he didn't save it. He barely, like barely even gotten out. It was just what's painful to watch. What's the opposite of a save? Blown save. Blown save. save, but like, I feel like there should be a better word. Maybe a uh, choke job. Ka-chow! Nah, it's way too cool of a noise. All right. Uh, maybe like a splat. <laughs> yeah. So. Just the sound that Matt makes when he falls flat on his face. Splat. What are we going to do with him? Can we just just kill him? I was like genuinely, Steve. That seems a little bit much. I don't know, man. Don't Maybe setting up to Worcester would be a, a more uh, gentle way. I feel like he's old and like would refuse to go to AAA. He'd just yeah. be like, "Release me." I think That's it's fine. It's either like, uh, what's it called? It's either like we, yeah, release him or DFA. Or that's it. I was genuinely surprised. Like I was fully expecting. Sunday morning to wake up to the tweet like the Red Sox have designated Matt injuries for assignment. I was very disappointed. Oh shoot, I just said his name. I was very disappointed when I woke up and didn't see that tweet. I'd rather um, have almost anybody else than him, especially Tanner Houck. I'd way rather have him up than let's play a little game. Let's play a little game. Let's uh would you rather Matt Andries or the following? Yeah. Yes. All right. Matt Andrees or Matt Hall? Matt Andrees. I don't know. Probably Matt Hall just because he's funnier. <laughs> I guess I'd be less frustrated with Matt Hall because I know he's going to come in and blow it. Yeah, but you also know that Andrees is going to come in and blow it. At Would least I know rather... Matt Hall is being generous. He's doing it out of the oh, kindness. Yeah, of no, heart. that's a good point, Clawson. He does it out of the generosity in his heart. Yeah, probably Matt Hall. You know, this, uh, this, uh, I was actually thinking about this this morning. I looked it up. Matt Andrews only is on a one year contract. So he's done after this year. I would be shocked if they brought him back. But nope. you should be done right now. Yeah, I'd be fine if they got rid of him right now. But at the very latest, he should be done whenever the season ends. And I was thinking that the Red Sox are kind of creating a log jam for themselves in the pitching department because they have a bunch of pitches that are coming up, coming back, and then on the staff right now. Like, there's just kind of no space for some guys. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's going to be interesting when Sale comes back to see who kind of gets the boot. Um, and then I guess the other thing that you kind of have to look out for is Tanner Houck's still sitting in Worcester, and he should be in the majors. Yeah, and I mean, I guess he, was that, just, he was just hurt, though. I think he's making rehab starts now. Yeah, I guess just for now, like, you can keep him in Worcester, I guess, but – for I mean, next we are year. going to get more roster spots come like September call-ups and stuff. Don't we only get like 29? 
don't know. I'm more, it's more though. It's more. Yeah, it is more. And yeah, that's a good point. Um, I will say this after Saturday's game, I went to bed smiling as crazy as that sounds. I went to bed smiling because I was like, we just played one of the best teams in the American league, beat them the night before we had a lead against them all night. And the only thing that took us down was our worst pitcher who just decided to blow it. I was like, worst player. Yeah, no, no, worst player. worst player. Who's worse, Danny Santana? Yeah, I could argue it. A dude stinks. Every time he was on the base pass, he got picked off or caught stealing, and then he, he doesn't hit. Caught, yeah. Like he, he's his only job should be like what Billy Hamilton was five years ago as a pinch hitter, but he's just bad at that too. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. But I went to bed smiling because I was like, this team is gonna be just fine. This team. Is good. They have the heart. They're gonna be just fine. Well, yeah. And there's no reason to hit a panic button after one. No, but I went to bed smiling, thinking like the only way this team is gonna lose is if generic pitcher drags the whole team down. That's it. Okay. Nick Pavetta threw another no hitter last night. Close. Let me look at the uh, stat line on that. Yeah, he went like seven innings, ten strikeouts. I think he only had like four hits. Yeah, something like that. He was he was uh, absolutely. He went seven innings, two hits, two walks, seven uh, ten strikeouts. So that's about as good as it gets. That's good. Wow. You know who that's better than? It was Garrett Cole this weekend? Yeah, Garrett Cole <laughs> is bad. I think Stinks. he went like four innings, four runs. Yeah, like 85 pitches. Sounds about right for for my man, G-Man Cole. Um, Boot off the mound. Yeah, you love to see that. So did uh, All-Star Roldis Chapman. That was one of the wildest things I've seen all week. How how did he make the All-Star team? I don't know. And it's not even like fan voting because he's a pitcher. Literally makes no sense that he would be an All-Star. Yeah, I I was a little surprised. He's more deserving. Josh Taylor is more deserving. Yeah. Josh Taylor, we we haven't even mentioned this. This guy has not allowed a run since April 24th. He has been on fire. No, I'm going to say he's been. You ready? I'm ready. He has been the best reliever on this team for the last two months. Yeah. I mean, you kind of funny. Been the best reliever in baseball. baseball. He's had the the opposite effect of the spider tack ban. Yeah. Like when that stuff was going on, he was terrible. And you then they banned if... it, and he's been the best reliever in baseball. Well, I saw a graphic uh, through my perusal of MLB Instagram, and the Boston Red Sox are. First in ERA since the enforcement of spider tack and such substances has been um, started. So yeah, no, we've been, we have like been, a two five nine as a staff. Is that good? Have you guys seen Aroldis Chapman's ERA? It's like seven. since the spider tack ban. Yeah, what is it? It's like four four seven seventeen. So three games. He's he hasn't complete. He's in three games. He's completed one point one combined innings. 
And I want you guys to take a guess what his ERA and whip is. Oh, man. Um, I'm going to say – wait, you said only 1.1 innings? Combined. Okay, I'm going to go his ERA is 14.21 and his whip higher? I think I, think I know it. I think I know it. Go Let's for it, Steve. Uh, so these are over his last three appearances. Post spider attack ban. Uh, I'm gonna go with like seventeen five nine, and his whip is like four. Well, you guys might wanna might wanna hold your chairs here. His ERA is a sixty point seven five. Sixty? That is. That's a and lot. His, his whip. His whip is an eight point two five. That's a lot. Terrible. Eight point two five, and that he's just that like is all-star. down the middle at hundred miles an hour. That is an all star. He doesn't even throw hundred anymore. Does he? No, not really. Huh? The it's Cuban missile, more like the Cuban uh, Cuban missile crisis. Weak thrower, dude. How is he an all star? I like. I genuinely. I genuinely. I made mock all-star teams yesterday morning because i was curious to see like how many picks i would get correct compared to the actual all-star teams and let me tell you i for sure did not like chapman didn't even cross my mind when it came to making the all-star team like here here are two guys who didn't make the team who are much more deserving than him sean both A's pitchers chris bassett and sean Manaya. like Sean and I had like a zero ERA all of June. He's got yeah, he was having a great month last year. Yeah, he's having a great season. How, like I, I don't get it. Well, he is a starter, not a reliever. Yeah. But like even then, you could make the case for somebody else. Like I'm trying to think. Josh Taylor. Yeah, literally Josh Taylor or Adam on uh, But I mean, you you have to have like a ERA under zero point five if you're not a closer or a starter to get into the all-star game, like that's just how it works, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, we, the Red Sox are sending five guys to the all-star game, Xander Bogarts and Raphael Devers, obviously are the starters. And yesterday we got news that Matt Barnes, Nathan Evaldi and JD Martinez are also headed to Denver. Uh, it's nasty Nates and Matt Barnes first all-star appearances. So really, uh, really happy for them. Yeah, I think last episode we talked about the possibility of Avaldi being an all-star. And I said that there might have been a chance. And I don't know if you guys were too too expecting of him to be an all-star. I'm gonna be honest. I was I was happily surprised that he got in. I was not expecting it. I think um, he deserves it. I mean, he's the best no, he on the best team in baseball. He he certainly does. He's been, you know, lights out. He had that little tough stretch in May, beginning of May, but he's been so locked down lately, and not not much else you can say. It just goes out. He like his last two starts, seven innings each, no runs, bunch of strikeouts. Like he's just he's finding his stuff. Makes you uh, kind of be able to stomach his contract a little bit more since he's finally. Oh, up. I've I've fully digested it. I'm I'm fine with it. Yeah, in terms of the all-star teams, there's a couple of guys that I was a little surprised made it slash didn't make it. Yeah, who's who's your most surprising make and biggest snub? I'm going to say 
it's obviously Roldis Chapman. He's the most surprising make. But another guy that I really did not think was going to make the All-Star team was Mookie Betts. Did not yeah. think he was going to make it. He's in like 240. His OPS is barely 800, which like he's not putting together a terrible season by any like means. He's he's bad for Mookie Betts standards, but I didn't think that he would be an All-Star. So that was surprising. And then um, I don't know. I'd have to I'd have to think about think about who really got snubbed this year. Yeah. Um, if I can hop in, I would say he, I mean, he made the all-star team, but Cedric Mullins did not get the respect I thought he deserved. Yeah. I mean, he's on a bad team and he's not really a snub, but he definitely should have gotten more love. Um, Cause he's just ripping the cover off the ball right now. I think um, he should have started over trout. Trout has played like three games. Yeah. Trout's injured too. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if Trout is even gonna start. I think Cedric might slide in there. That works then. Should have just been straight up. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, for me, biggest surprise was probably yeah. I gotta go Chapman. Um, I'm trying to think if anybody else really surprised me who got in there. Um. Yeah, no one else really comes to mind. The, the one that did kind of surprise me, uh, which kind of links to surprising and biggest snub, was obviously every team has to send someone to the All-Star game, which means that the Tigers have to pick a player, uh, whichever best of their worst players wants to go to the All-Star game. So I was a little bit surprised that Gregory Soto got the nod. I was expecting Jonathan Scope to uh, to go. Like, he he – on any other team could have had like a legitimate possibility of going to the all-star team. Um, so I'd say he was a little bit of a snub and maybe one of the other ones was uh, Freddie Peralta on the Brewers or like Bryce Harper ha- was having a good season, but I'm sure one or two of those guys will slide in. Someone's going to get hurt. Oh, also uh, Tejon Walker having an unbelievable season. So those are a couple names that come to mind for me, but overall, I thought there's some some pretty pretty fair selections. I don't so. know that this is Juan Soto's first All Star game. Is it really? Really? It's what I'm looking at right now. Yeah, yeah, you're right. There are a couple guys who I was surprised it's their first All Star game, like Trey Turner, first All Star game, Matt Olson, first All Star game. Uh, who else? Obviously Shohei Otani, first All Star game. Um. It's it's cool seeing a lot of like guys. Also, this is only Jacob Degrom's third. That's pretty surprising, but he's yeah. made three in a row. Yeah, but still, that means he never made one prior to twenty eighteen, even during his rookie of the year season. Yeah, a lot of There's, rookies made it this year. Yeah, there are a lot of there are a lot of young guys on the team. Like out of the reserves, there are only a handful of guys who have made it more than like two or three times. Um, but I did have Red Sox over three and a half all-stars this year. I had that over too. I didn't pick the correct players, but I had that over. I did not either. I had Verdugo and Prevetta, I think, both as all-stars. Yeah, I had Bogarts, Devers, Pavetta, and I think I think I had the same four. I was so hot on the Pavetta making the all-star team. 
I might have also had Vasquez. I might have said five. I'm not sure. He would have been a good pick. Who's starting catcher for the Salvador? Oh, Salvador Perez. Salvador Perez is, yeah. He's been pretty good. Yeah, he's been good. Um, Are we surprised that Martin Perez didn't make the all-star team just because of, like, the sheer, obviously, like, you know, you want him to be at the event. He's the life of the party. Like, are we surprised by that? I mean, I think that whoever is releasing the ballots must have uh, misentered Martin Perez as Salvador Perez. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. I mean, sometimes Martin Perez backs up behind the plate as the catcher. He does. So. He does say that. Never know. Oh, yeah, I also saw this one thing that was like, Yasmani Grandal should have been an all-star. <laughs> and he's such an interesting player because he's hitting 190, but his on-base percentage is over 400. So it's pretty crazy that he gets on base, draws so many walks, and literally just doesn't get any hits. But he's also pretty good behind the plate. Yeah, I would have said he's like third in line, maybe, uh, in the AL besides Zunino and Perez. So if if I had heard, if you just told me that Yasmani Grandal has a 830 OPS, I would have been like, oh, sure thing, like send him to the All-Star game. But as Steve said, he's hitting 190, but his OBP is is 388, and he's also got 14 home runs. So that really elevates. Uh, he's got 14 home runs and 34 hits on the year. So uh, his his power is really driving that. Um, but yeah, no, I'm happy for a lot of these guys. I think our fantasy team had what maybe I think they had we had five all stars. Here I can I'll look right now. We had Otani. Um, Devers, Devers, Cronenworth, Cron- yeah, Cronenworth stuck on the All Star team. The Crone Zone. And who is the other guy? I think we had. A- oh, Matt Barnes too. There's got to be some more. I think that was it. Five. Is, is Diaz? Diaz no. is not an All Star. He's that been pretty bad. solid though. He's yeah. had a good year. He has. Yeah, Diaz and Ian Kennedy. I think both. Yeah. Didn't make it. Yeah, Acuna made it. Yes, yeah, so Acuna is the yeah. starter and center fielder. Yeah, Acuna and Otani. Oh yeah, this means any, did did Michael Brantley make it? Oh, no. he did. Yeah, no, he, oh, did. he did. Six. All right, so we have yeah. Cronenworth, Devers, Acuna, Brantley, Shohei, and Barnes. Wow, Barnes, we are good. So that's six. We are good. Actually, we haven't given an update to the people on our team in a while. We, uh, we've we got the best record in the entire league. We Not are... surprising. No. Who's shocked? We have an absolute wagon of a team. We're, we uh, really winners of... No, like our team is really good. The only thing that scares me a little bit is our pitching staff can be a little uh, – yeah, not great at times, but our offense is so good that we literally always win every single offensive category. Yeah, as long as we win one pitching category, like we're usually okay. It's it's good because um, we just load it up on closers, so we will usually pull out saves and then sometimes ERA <laughs> since Yes, our whip is usually pretty low. Yeah. Uh but yeah, we're 10-2 and 1, we're winners of four straight. We're leading the Bush League. Uh, this week we've got a matchup against take a pitch who I believe we beat earlier this year already. 
Let's see. I think we've played everybody. Just about. Uh, take a pitch. Seven and six. We have not played take a pitch yet. Not worried. Oh. They're about uh, to be seven and seven. That's a good point. That is a good Their point. Their best yeah. players like Jesse Winker. Uh, I guess they have DeGrom. DeGrom is good. But yeah, we just their pitching staff is pretty good. Yeah, they, they have a good one. But we just beat Bree and Mag's dugout, wiped the floor. Uh, what was the it was uh eight to four to two. Just too good. Or just too so uh I mean when you got Shohei Otani, when you got Ronald Acuna, excuse me. Uh yeah, you're gonna be a wagon. Um, our pitching staff, I'm trying to think who or any players we've picked up recently. Picked up Ahmed Rosario somewhat recently. Actually, that was over a month ago. <laughs> I don't think we've really made a lot of moves. Yeah, we haven't. We should we should look for another pitcher. Jack Flaherty just got transferred to the sixty day DL. Which that hurt. wait what? Yeah, that yeah. Hurt. You're kidding. IL. IL. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He's he was uh, my Cy Young pick. Yeah, Steve, I got a wait, wait, Steve, I got, I got a, I got a bone to pick with you here. Your MVP and Cy Young picks, horrible. Who did I have for MVP? Matt Chapman. Did I say that? <laughs> yeah, I think I. Dude's hitting like two hundred. I was just riding the high that I thought the A's were going to be good. I also said it would be really realistic if Joey uh, Artani did. Stevie Walks is just I'm punching holes in your, your boat here. I went with Matt Chapman because I picked him to win MVP last year, and he got hurt. I don't I know. Like, did, wait, I, did you pick Matt Chapman? Yeah. No, did, I, you, did you just listen to it? Because I don't know if I did pick Matt Chapman. No, I, I definitely picked Matt Chapman. All right, whoever it was. I picked Matt Chapman and Lucas Giolito. That was a tough pick. All right, maybe yeah. it wasn't Steve. I think Lucas. I might have said Otani, but I'm not sure. Did you? I got to listen. I'm going to listen back to that sometime yeah, this week so I can later today. prep. Lucas Giolito, man, I feel like for all the talk he gets, his numbers don't really live up to like what what people think he is as a pitcher. He's got a career four point four ERA, and he's got like his first season or second first full season with the White Sox. He had a six point one three ERA. Uh, he was an All Star in twenty nineteen, but other than that, he's, had he's like the fourth best pitcher on the White Sox. I know Lance Lynn and Carlos Rodon are like two of the top finalists for. Uh, for AL Cy Young right now with Kyle Gibson. Yeah, I mean, who's – they're one of the best duos in the league, like one-two punches. Carlos would, yeah, Lance Lynn. And then you got like the, Woodruff and Corbin Burns and, like, yep. I guess Bauer and Bueller. Yeah, Maybe that's – yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> More like Kershaw. <laughs> Kershaw and Bueller. Um. But, yeah, no, I was going to say Milwaukee's got a good duo, too. Um, yeah, they might be the best. Yeah, very good uh, very good duo. I had something – oh, uh, speaking of – actually, speaking of nothing, this just popped into my head, and I wanted to bring it up before I forgot. So, last episode, we mentioned new shirts for this month, and uh, we put out a little poll on our Instagram with three options. So, we had – an Alex Cora impact player shirt. We had a what else did we have? Oh, Garrett, Garrett Richards, good stuff. Good stuff. And then finally, we had a Garrett Cole, who's your daddy shirt. And the winner of the July shirt, very, very 
very slim margin of victory. It was a very close vote. Goes to Garrett Cole. Who's your daddy? Woo! I'm, I'm thinking like I might be able to get that picture of Garrett Cole or a like screen cap of Garrett Cole from that interview where he literally looked like he was about to cry. Put like, you know, a little bib on him, maybe a bonnet. Then just have it say, who's your daddy in like Red Sox font or something. I like that. You should also put the Red Sox logo on the bib. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's a good idea. Uh, now, we're, now we're catching on. My idea for the shirt was like, it's a, I like the idea, but then I also rem- uh, remember that we don't have an artist like on staff to just design, like draw t-shirts for us. Uh, but my idea was like Garrett Cole, like just like a circle of Red Sox players behind them. Like you got like JD, Verdugo, Devers, Bogarts, and you got them standing behind him, like pointing like bats and like, just like laughing at him. And he's like sitting on the ground, like with his like kind of like head in his hands in front of them. I don't know. It's interesting. It is. And again, I can't draw. I don't know if I don't have any any uh talent in that department but yeah steve that's a great idea so yeah hopefully uh by sometime next week we'll get that out there's uh somebody i think a long time ago when who's your daddy started somebody made shirts i just looked them up and it's like um it's a white t-shirt blue font that says who's your daddy and then it's a picture of pedro with a binky in his mouth and his hat says 1918 on it. Ooh, maybe we could do that, but just like 2009. <laughs> I don't think that's as uh <laughs> Yeah, that's definitely not as uh there are pictures that says who's your daddy now. I think they already ma- I just looked. There's a bunch of shirts. Somebody made them already. Oh uh, yeah. For Pedro or Garrett Cole? No, who's your Pedro? It's just a Red Sox shirt. We'll have to ensure there's no copyright infringement. That'd be bad. Yeah, that would that would for sure not be good. Um, Oh, so big news! Hopefully, by the time these shirts come out, um, I will be going to the the Yankees game end of July. So. I guess if I have a shirt, I'll have a uh, conflict of interest. If Garrett Cole's on the mound, I'll have to wear it. If not, I might just have to stick with the Nomar Regida shirt. Mm. Can't, really go wrong. Can't go wrong with the Nomar Jeter shirt. Cannot no. go wrong with that at all. But if Garrett uh, Cole's on the mound, I might have to sport it. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we can get that out and get those shipped out fast enough for that. Yeah, Teespring's kind of kind of screwing me over with shipping here. Really? Yeah. I've had I good luck. Mine's with coming that. in today, actually. Oh, interesting. Well, if you haven't gotten a shirt yet, what are you waiting for? Oh, grab one. You're waiting for the Who's Your Daddy shirt. They're That's waiting a for a, a bulk order. Yeah. Yeah, all three. We could do the three for one package for a low three price of. Yeah. That'd be a steal. That would be a steal. Uh, what else? We got anything else from that Oakland series? I mean, just a gritty series. Nick Pavetta looked good. Who pitched game one? Eddie. Oh, Eddie. Eddie. Steve, Eddie had Eddie, another. Does Eddie stink anymore? I don't know. Not as much. I'd say that he does not stink, but I can't say that 
he has my confidence in him has been restored yet. I can't say that. All right. That's fair. That's fair. But yeah, good series. JD impressed me defensively, obviously with that throw. My TV like froze during the bottom of that inning. So I couldn't see any of it. And I was looking at like the game cast and who is it? I think Elvis Andrews was up when he hit that. And it just said in play outs. And I saw JD Martinez guns the guy at home. And I was like, no way. And I went on Twitter and it was just blowing up. Did you guys, um, the first like probably full inning of the game plus pregame Fox just sounded like they had like these really robotic voices. Is that just me? That that was not a problem for me. No? No. It was weird. I kind of couldn't stand it. Huh. Um, we had our first viral tweet. That was cool. Oh, yeah. The rock. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not really our first viral tweet. It was like our first like big tweet, I feel like. Got 340 likes. Yeah. I feel like we've gotten over 100 likes on something before. I know the uh, the one you sent out about the guys running on the field. That one got to get them out. Oh, that, that one got, got like, that 50. like 60 or 70, I think. Was right? it? It might have been. Either way, fire tweet. Woo. Excellent um, work by the graphics department. Yeah. Shout out Gombridge Graphics. <laughs> Separate entity. Get that kid uh, a contract. Yeah, seriously. Whoever that was. You know who needs a contract? Who's that? Is that right field ball boy for the athletics yesterday? He made a snag. There was like a line drive that was heading towards the Red Sox bullpen. He just like stuck his glove up and snagged it. Really? I didn't And gave it to a kid. Oh. And then he was fielding grounders down there. Yeah. Dude is like a thousand fielding percentage. Really? I did not. I honestly did not see that. But good for him. It was crazy. Good for him. You'll love to see that. Uh, so this week we got uh, got three against the Angels, and then we're coming home. Who do we play when we get home? Uh, we got an off day Thursday, and then uh, we're playing the Phillies that weekend. So, yeah, it'll be exciting. Then we got we got a lot lot of games against the Yankees left. Yeah, oh, yeah. We got uh, is far from over. It started so late. Yeah, I know. We've got. Right after we've got seven games against the Yankees in nine days in ten days. Exciting stuff. So if you thought that a four and a we're I mean we got a four and a half game lead right now, but let me tell you, we're a ten up on the Yankees. That that's not gonna stay. Uh, I mean, hopefully it'll get bigger, but things are things are certainly still not over. But um this team is good and uh yeah. I heard this morning that with a win tonight and a raised loss tonight, the Red Sox secure first place going into the All-Star break. That sounds about right. Yeah, that would be huge. That would. So be I don't huge. know who the Rays are playing tonight, but uh, um, crossing they, my fingers that they take the L. Yeah, they're playing the Indians tonight, so we'll see. We'll see up. what happens. I'm really excited for the All-Star game. Uh, I'm really excited to sit on my couch, watch the game, uh, but the problem is that I don't want to go to the grocery store before the game or during the game to get food. And I don't know what to do about it. Well, fortunately, Gardner, since baseball is quite the long game and 
if you realize that you forget something in the first inning, then you can probably get it by like the fourth inning through our good friends at Instacart. You guys know the deal about Instacart. It is an online grocery delivery app that allows you to handpick a variety of fresh foods and products. Forget that ingredient you need to make your famous dish while watching the All-Star game. Order it through Instacart. With delivery straight to your door in as fast as one hour, you can shop multiple stores, see details in your area that will help you save money, and every item is hand-selected at the store to fit even the most specific needs. Always handle items with care. Make sure you get everything in one piece. Instacart. Never step foot in a grocery store again. Woo! Uh, Terry's Fireworks Emporium, their ad deal runs through the week. So I've got no new ad today. They, uh, they're they still under contract for the week. So that's Look how at Terry that's go. Going. Yeah. Back it up, Terry. Back it up, Terry. Steve is gone. Said his dog is freaking out. What do you think he's going to do with it? Um, how do you think he calms his dog down? I don't know, but he's got a big dog. I know that's a big thing to calm down. It is. It's like a big snowball, right? Yeah. Awesome stuff. What do you think he does? Oh man, I'm not very well versed in in dog training. Yeah, I'm not good. I'm not great with animals, and I've never had a dog. So I think he just like lets it outside. He might. Maybe he pets it. I don't know. You think he like sticks it in the freezer because it it's too hot? It's like a polar bear. <laughs> Steve honestly might just be lying about the fact that his dog is actually a polar bear. Yeah, I wonder if he just has been told so many times, no, that's a dog. He's actually got a polar bear. No, I think I think you're catching on to something. Maybe what I think what he's doing right now is he had to go out into his backyard. He's got like a huge pond and catch some fish for it to eat. Ah, wait, it can't, it can't fish for itself. No, Steve's got to go out there. No, it's ice fishing. He's got to drill the hole in the, oh. in the pond. Steve, Steve lies about living in Massachusetts. He actually lives in like Antarctica. Antarctica. Yeah. Never been to his house. No, neither have I. I mean, I mean until I, until I go, I, I don't believe that he lives there. No, right? Yeah. So Steve's taking care of his polar bear right now. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else to talk about. It is. Just, uh, look, if you can see behind his, his curtain there, it's all white. Maybe it's snowing. You're right. <laughs> it might be snowing. That's why he's got the curtain up. And if you look, his walls are blue and his roof is white, which is like ice it's like an igloo. water. Yeah, exactly. It's Steve Brady confirmed lives in an igloo. Yes, <laughs> in the in the Antarctica, with his pet polar bear. This we should just surprise Steve with polar bear shirts this month. With polar bear shirts, like Steve's polar bear, like Steve's those should be the shirts bear. of July. I think his pet is Pete Alonzo. Pete Alonzo's part it polar bear. Be, it could be. Now you're thinking. Uh, yeah, I think it's a very real possibility. His dog is just anything but a dog. It's a polar bear, and I don't. We we said a couple weeks ago when he showed it on the screen, we said we were gonna get a picture out. We never did, but uh, the viewers the viewers need to or the listeners need to to see this polar bear because it's it's for sure a polar bear. Thing's huge. It's huge. 
Huge. Socks? Oh, there oh, he is. There he is. Uh, he... What's up? So, Steve, you're going to have a nice conversation yeah. to, to listen back to when you edit. Yeah. You're actually going to enjoy that a lot. Oh, yeah? Did I yeah. miss the fake ad? Nope. Lucky me. You missed a lot more. Do you actually live in Massachusetts? Do I actually live here? In Massachusetts. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. How do, you, how do you keep that polar bear cold then? How? Yeah. Spray him with a hose. Spray him with a hose? He likes it, yeah. He'll run through it. Just like put his mouth like as close to as I possibly will let him to like the nozzle. He almost just got into a tussle with a turkey. That's why I had to go out there and get him. <laughs> so you are confirming that you own a polar bear. Yeah, more or less. I never right. released that screen cap of the last thing because I just forgot. But uh yeah, maybe I'll uh maybe we can just use a picture of him in like our title card this week. Sure. <laughs> so Steve, you telling me that your dog almost got into a fight with a turkey? I mean, almost his relative. There was a turkey like walking around like my woods on the other side of the fence and my dog was just like freaking out and I was afraid the turkey was going to like jump over the fence and be like, let's go, like, let's square up. So crazy that there are turkeys in Antarctica. Didn't know about that. seems a little irrational that the turkey was going to fly the fence and then come after your dog, but it's all, it's happened before a long time ago. Really? Wow. Yeah. Crazy. The more, you know, yeah. you got any stuff to close out the ninth? No fake ad. Uh, Terry gets the. I Terry said, keeps backing it up this week. Terry paid for a full week of ads, so his ad applies for this one too. Two episodes. Yeah. Got Terry got lucky this week because we don't don't normally do a second episode, but Terry got lucky. Yeah. Closing out the ninth. Uh, my uh, closing out the ninth is that the Red Sox just are the definition of a wagon. It's like if we were alive when the Oregon Trail was happening, every single wagon would just be occupied by Red Sox players. That's what I got. Um, do you guys know if they're bringing back the kids in the outfield during the All-Star game? Or not All-Star game, Home Run Derby? Oh, dude. Question. <laughs> they probably shouldn't. I don't know if we've had this conversation before. I think we have, but – One it, of those kids is going to get killed. Yeah, honestly. Like I think someday, I would get... who's in the derby? Otani. Yeah, we don't even have the full list, do we? I think the it, only ones I know are Otani and Pete Alonso. Yeah, no, do you know? It's like Otani, Trey Mancini, Salvador oh, right. Perez. Um, I think there's only like four combined. Pete, or not confirmed. not Pete, right? Is Pete Alonso no, coming yeah. back? That's four. I think there's five confirmed. I can't get through the fifth. Person. Oh, Trevor Story, too. Uh, so yeah. five. I think there's five confirmed. Yeah. We're still missing three. So Shohei, Pete Alonso, Trevor Story, Trey Mancini, and Salvador Perez. I would love I don't to. Know. Moral of the story, one of these kids is going to get killed one day. Yeah. Probably. I'd who do we think is – taking bets now, who do we think is going to hit the farthest home run in the derby? Probably Pete – but I could see it being Otani. I think I think Story's gonna win it. 
I'm going to take the field here and say that somebody who hasn't entered yet is going to win it. I don't think, I think Story's going to get bounced in the first round. Yeah. No. We shall see. We shall see. Uh, my closing out the ninth thought is that the Red Sox were just really good at baseball. And I saw people on Twitter this weekend talking about how they need to trade for more bullpen arms. And this guy's like, I responded to him and his logic was just stupid. And he was like, we need more bullpen arms. This team is not going to last in October. And I was like, why, why are you such a downer? This team is fine. Did you this respond on your account? Because I didn't see this conversation. I did. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I did on my account. This guy was just like, this team's not built to last. Like, they stink. And I'm like, dude, why, why are Red Sox fans literally never content until the, the second we win a World Series? Like, it's ridiculous. But anyways, if you enjoyed what you listened to, uh, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Gombridge Podcast and Twitter at Gombridge. Don't forget to download our episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to them. And we will be back on Friday, episode 40. See ya.